when you are watching a smoldering volcano from your office window. When I started preparing this blog, drawing a mind map, the keywords which started popping up in front of me were unlimited options as a trap, why we sometimes cannot switch off, escape from ourselves. Hmm. These ideas, as well as the volcano in the headline, sounded a little bit depressing. But don't worry, I'm in a good mood and I will try to write down some of my ideas about these stories more posit positively. It's still summer, so I would like to bring some sunshine into this blog post as well. I was asked this year to be part of Silva Pichova's team of authors working on a book about career guidance. This book is mainly focused on teachers at schools and its goal is to illuminate some new career challenges of the current world. Part of my chapters is exactly a summary of current topics, issues that we deal with in the area of our uh, career-lived lives in the 21st century and which decisions we make and how we make them. I think it is quite clear that career decisions are now not just about writing the proper resume or which university to choose. Okay, these topics still count and most of us should deal with them sometime, but the, uh, but the scale of current career topics has been expanding on a broad scale. Now I would like to say a little bit about these wider new career options. The unbelievable amount of variety in career options that has been growing so fast, mainly because of technological development, may have been the object of desire of previous generations, but it has turned into a big trap at the same time. No longer is, uh, is it about my difficult decision at 18 or whether to stay in Neablonets, the city where I was born, or to move to Liberec and a city 11 kilometers from your planet. And believe me, those moments were really hard for me and I struggled with them. Today, almost 20 years later, I love about them as I decide if I will work from Oaxaca in Mexico or from Prague or from Antigua, Guatemala, which are now my favorite spots for work in next month. I love to learn and get inspiration from some interesting people. One of them is, for example, Tomasz Dombrowski, working for LMC, the biggest job portals provider in our country, who is presenting some trends and visions about the labor market. I really appreciate, I cannot deny my sociology, sociology background, that his presentations are mostly based on LMC big data. But at the same time, I love to add the qualitative part which is mainly based on my clients' work-life stories. Most of my clients are from Czech Republic or they are expat living and working in Europe. But I get inspiration as well from people I meet when I work abroad, usually uh, in, uh, in Guatemala or Mexico, for example in Impact Hub, Antigua, Guatemala. There are dozens of ways of dealing with our career path nowadays and the life stories mentioned above are just confirmation of this trend. I would like to focus on uh, just one big, still quite new, career topic that I like to observe, test and explore. And it's everything surrounding the digital nomad lifestyle. Digital nomads 
are usually people working remotely online in different areas of work. You have probably noticed the DN abbreviation. So we are not just talking about the all expats who have gotten a contract and work abroad. The specifics about the DN community are mainly defined by their lifestyle and the way they harmonize their private lives with living abroad. So, what do these people live, uh, do uh, for a living? They most frequently work in the jobs directly connected with internet development, online marketers, UX designers, developers. But nowadays, it is also, for example, a girl who works as a nomad insurance agent on the phone or a guy who started shipping business from one country to another. Or it could be people who rent their Airbnb flats remotely or they do business online. I can bet that even you now you know somebody else with some type of remote work. It may look like a passion uh, 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 it may look like a passing fashion that these people are something like modern hippies who became who become extinct uh, when they buy their mortgages. But check out for example one article of Peter Levell's presentation, uh, which has named There Will Be One Billion Digital Nomads by 2035. And look, look at how he plays with the extrapolation of variables. For example, internet speed, flight ticket prices, number of marriages, amount of mortgages, number of employees, contracts, uh, or number of freelancers, which nevertheless imply, implies that this minority lifestyle that sounds a bit crazy for some will one day become absolutely mainstream. At the same time, I see in my practice that more and more interesting projects which you can do in, re in a remote way are appearing every year. In many cases, it's hard to imagine that these projects could be done remotely. And we are not always talking about freelancers. Among digital nomads people, you can find employees or employers with teams. And it's about business as well as about the non-profit sector of the labor market. I don't want to write a millionth DN blog for Czech speakers. I recommend, for example, articles about this topic written by Dan Trzil, a typical DN who was nomading for a couple of years in Asia and Central America. Uh, actually, we met first in Prague and then in El Salvador. Why one, what I want to emphasize is how do I see these D and working opportunities as a career coach. Of course, it's great to listen to people from all over the world and their stories and then have the opportunity to resend them uh, to my clients as an inspiration. It's great to see their, ah, it's really possible reactions and the energy to make their own change. I love to transmit this inspiration and energy. This is one of the reasons why I kicked off the concept of new great career retreats for next year. It calls Zen and Surf Your Career for those who are standing at important live work resorts and need to get some dis distance of their situation and literally ge geographically as well. But it's necessary to work consciously after you clarify your visions with the risks and new topics which these new opportunities bring. 
Simply, it's good to watch this phenomenon from different points of view, because there are pros and cons everywhere. So let's start with D and career pros. When you have a job abroad for at least part of the year or part of your life, or have a long-term remote job abroad. A lot of, of DN people see this lifestyle positively in these ways. First, a new perspective, which actually comes automatically in all the new environments. Next, extended horizons, greater tolerance for differences in the broader sense. Okay, multiculti is something like a red flag for bulls on internet discussions nowadays, but it's still true. Working in a different language and cultural environment have an impact on our innovative and outside-box thinking. A good new piece of your professional profile on LinkedIn CV um, another new contact a wider worldwide network, contacts that help you open new opportunities. Opportunities for standing new projects, startups, non-profit projects with lower living costs, for example in Asia. So it means getting more time before the project starts to generate money. In my case, there is also the possibility to work somewhere where is the most of the time uh, some sunshine and the weather is like something between spring and summer most of the time. It has a big impact on my mood. This is also linked with the opportunity to work outside in a fresh air and close the area close uh, close to the sea. Check out the article about the sciences measure the positive influence of staying close to the sea. So now it should be true. It's also probably about the opportunity to see some new places, different cultures and new people during your days off. And in my personal opinion, having the opportunity to let local culture mentality influence me, live more, stress less. Okay, um, maybe you can find another uh, another pros. Uh, so don't hesitate to send me more tips, and I will add them to edit mode. So, what do I see as a new DN carry risks? I will now skip technical technicalities such a Mm, such a necessity of finding a location with a good internet connections, uh, which is not always easy, and self-organization skills, especially in a new location where you want to explore the area. These things are more organizational and about time management, but if you want to read about these things, check out, for example, digitalnomadsforum.com, nomadslist.com or remoteyear.com. I see a new important career DN topics. First, do I need root somewhere? Do I need a base that I can call home and where I can come back to? And generally, what are my life anchors? And actually, what do I want to do and where? If I can do anything on anywhere, and where and when should I start? The decision and priority making process is generally really difficult. And more uh, and the more we can change destination, the more energy we expend. Well, on the other hand, we can could balance it with uh, with uh, owing a smaller amount of things. However, um, is my remote job still a conscious decision about discovering new things, or is it an escape from something old unsolved? Uh, for example, I am 
20 years old and I'm looking for my passion during a gap year? Or am I already 40 years old and am I still waiting for the unexpected discovery of some passion? How to motivate myself uh, from a long-term perspective when I am on my way to burning out and especially in case when I have a good and well-paid job, which I do almost on the beach. But in my opinion, people merely write that because they working uh, because working on the beach in a long-term perspective is re- really, really uncomfortable. For those people, it's really hard to find a vision of so- uh, of something better. How to tune my working DN life in my private DN life? Who will wait for me? And in which country? Or we can travel together? Where are my parents' priorities? Or do I want a life partner? Where will we, where will we raise our kids if we have them? When is it or is it not time for homeschool, online education, tradi- traditional education? Should I return due to any health difficulties? And when? How do I re- deal with all the paperwork in spite of all the technological progress we have when somebody requests, for example, to be sent a paper invoice? Why do I want to have my business activities registered if I do not work as an employee? Is it a life I want to live right now at this age in this phase of my career path? Do I want or can I communicate my lifestyle decisions to people around me? family, friends, colleagues, etc. Again, uh, if you have any other ideas, don't hesitate me. Uh, don't hesitate to send me more tips. I will add them in edit mode. Thank you. Okay, so how to conclude is somehow optimistically. It's inevitable. Actually, some people are dealing with A, some people with B, some people enjoy advantage C, some D. But you can see all options around options, challenges, styles of living and working. The scale is clearly huge, almost unlimited, because it's always changing. And if you want to try to taste if this working lifestyle is the best for you, I would like to give you two universal pieces of advice in conclusion, which I have heard most frequently of my trips and which have worked to, for me as well. So the first, don't let other people discourage you on your decisions, especially when they don't have this experience or when they have realized that this is not their way. This well-intentioned advice, for example, this cannot work, you, can, you cannot succeed, if you, uh, if you feel like, and especially in the field like this, you cannot do that with the kids, etc. is best ignored. What does not work for one person could work for somebody else and vice versa. So let yourself be inspired by success stories which are close to your life situation and which show you that it is possible. Second, don't overplan. I'm quite a systematic person but sometimes planning everything is too much. And plus, it is more impossible to count on thousands of variables nowadays in our lives generally. We focus more on working with your vision, uh, what you want to incorporate into your life generally. This helps you with thousands of small decision, decisions 
in your daily routine which are on the way to your vision. I wish you a nice day to all of you. Petra Drahnevská, Kerry Designer.